Hey y'all, it's Cheyenne. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sickly Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, hi, I'm your host Cheyenne. If this is your second, third, fourth, or fifth time joining me, then thank you so much for sticking with me and hanging out with me through all this. How are you guys doing? How's everything going on? I apologize for the spottiness between episodes instead of consistent like it was where it was every day at one point, but since some of the COVID restrictions have, I've been a little bit more busy with my nine to five job. I've mentioned this a couple times that I do work from home. However, work calls my attention a little bit more when I'm not in the middle of quarantine. So, however, with the recent spike in COVID cases and some of the places advising that they may end up on stay at homes again, I know that New York has enacted another 14 day for travelers. And I know that California is saying that the city of Los Angeles is very close to demanding a second stay-at-home order be enacted. I know that California also locked back down. So, yeah, we're probably going to end up on another stay-at-home and we're just going to have to do what we want to do and we're going to have to take care of it. I know that it's been blamed on a lot of people for not wearing the mask and some people saying, you know, that this America and they're free and that they don't have to wear them, but... Some people consider it that it's I'm protecting you, you're protecting me, and that we're just, you know, helping each other out. Regardless of whatever your thoughts are on the mask, and regardless of whatever your thoughts are on COVID-19, that's not what we are here for. We are here to talk about true crime. Today we're going to talk about a story that's a little strange and that is slowly developing. We're going to talk about, I'm sure some of you have seen it, though of course if some of you haven't, there was three men that was recently killed that had planned a fishing trip out in Florida. And no, this is not the joke about the strangest stories come out of Florida. These three men, who were 23, 27, and 30 years old, had planned on a fishing trip to go catfishing out in the middle of nowhere. There's a lake who's called Lake Streety or Lake Stritty. I'm not from Florida, so forgive me if I did not pronounce that right. These men are from Frostproof, Florida, which is southeast of Tampa. One of the men was out there and was being attacked by a man and was being beaten and being murdered when the other two men had showed up. There was another vehicle there which had two gentlemen and a female, and they got into an altercation with the other two men who had showed up to meet their friend fishing. However, the story gets a little stickier. One of the men, they was the killer. He had believed that the first victim that was being killed when the other two men had showed up, that that man had stolen an engine from his truck. Now, the police are saying that they highly doubt that this story is true, but naturally he's not going to sit there and admit what he did, why he did it, and give them everything that they need. Now, he did admit that he did kill him. Now, I know that it's two brothers and one of the brother's girlfriends that was involved in this murder. And for those curious, the three men were murdered by being beaten and shot to death. They had died and Polk County Sheriff's is the ones that are looking into this. However, due to COVID-19, I'm not sure when court is going to happen. But I know that they are seeking first degree murder charges, at least on the two brothers. As far as the woman, I don't know if she's going to maybe try to cut a deal for herself and get a reduced sentence or turn some kind of evidence or if she's going to get charged as an accessory or second degree. I'm not sure because, as I said at the beginning of this, this story is still developing. 
Now, my thoughts on the case are this. I mean, you're going to kill somebody because you think that they stole from you instead of calling the police or going over there and confronting them or, I don't know, maybe just being like a normal person and checking to see, you know, did they do this, calling the police out there and having them check and make sure that your property's not on their property. I mean, most people these days have ring doorbells. They also have cameras in their homes. And surely, you know, I'm not saying that they do and I'm not saying that they don't, but, you know, surely this man has some kind of something to survey his vehicle. So I don't know. The whole story is just strange and the whole thing is just odd. And I'm sure as it develops, there will be more developments to this. But the, the basic is three people lost their lives in a brutal manner. And the sheriff that had went out to the scene had even said it was one of the most horrific scenes he had ever seen. Now, they have not released any crime scene photos, so I can't speak to the degree. But I can only imagine, considering some of the victims were beaten to death and some were shot to death, so I would imagine there's quite a bit of blunt force trauma as well as blood and most of what we typically get in a crime scene. I will post an update on this case once convictions happen or once something new comes out about it. But for right now, that's basically all it is. There has been an update, though, to the Fahim Saleh case, and instead of making it into another episode because it's just a small tidbit, I will add it in here. For those of you that have been curious, uh, his killer ended up turning out to be a former intern that had stole quite a large sum of money from him. They have on that gentleman's credit card Uber rides to the crime scene and from the crime scene. There's also video from a store of him purchasing the hacksaw that was found at the crime scene. And there was also a charge for it on his own credit card. So, I mean, this gentleman apparently is not a very smart killer because he paid for everything with his own credit card. And they have him leaving the crime scene and being at the crime scene. Once again, I apologize for the noise in the background, but that is the air conditioner because it has been very hot where I am. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on the case, either one. I'd love to hear if you guys have any suggestions for a case you want me to talk about or something like that. You can follow Sickly Sweet Podcast on most podcasting platforms. I am on Stitcher, Google Play, I am on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm also on most podcasting platforms such as Anchor, Overcast, and them. You can also find Sickly Sweet Podcasts on Instagram, which is where I'm most active. I usually post over there a couple times a day, though of course not as much because as I said, I've been busy with work. You can also find me on Twitter at Cuppin, C-U-P-P-I-N-G-C-K-A-E-S. It's Cuppin Cakes, but it's misspelled. That's, you know... It's a hard thing, but I'm not as active over there. I usually just share episodes and this and that. So the best way to get a hold of me, if you want to talk to me, request a case, talk about a case or anything like that, is to get a hold of me through Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me. Thank you to everyone who has liked the show, listened to the show, and helped me to get over a thousand listens. Please like, subscribe, tell a friend, share. It's free and it really helps me out. And until next time, take care, y'all.